What up, what up, world? Welcome back to another installment of Hosted by Decent with me, your host, Decent. <laughs> and my guest at this time, multi talented black woman, as most black women are, believe it or not. She just released her project, Wide Nose, Full Lips, which is actually my Native American name. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, I was thinking about the like. Like, really? How do we? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for such y'all. Yay! I feel like I said your name wrong. I need to put like a little bit more pizzazz on it. Okay, let's try it again. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for such. Yes, come on now. I feel like Miss need to like. You know, we need to work on that. Well, that's right. Dakota, like, make make notes of this. <laughs> How are you doing? Such. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank I'm you so for glad stopping to be by. Here. Yeah. yeah. Matching locks. That's right. No, what we do, already have a similar vibe. I feel it. What, what are you using yours? Um, I don't. Okay, so this may be a little weird, mm-hmm. but um, actually, I use Jamaican castor oil. Mm-hmm. You be knowing Haitian castor oil also because I'm Haitian American, and then um, argan oil, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. What are you using yours? See, I kind of like created my own little blend. Okay. You know when I do hot oil treatments, so I oh. use rose water. Mm. Tea tree oil, mm. jojoba oil, yes, and coconut oil. I'm with all of it. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about your project. Yeah. The title. Mm-hmm. Why nose, full lips. Yeah. Love the title, just because in this era where you know we're I want to say rediscovering and reclaiming our blackness, mm-hmm. representation is important. For such a long time, those two characteristics have been associated with black people in a negative way right. for so long. What right. made you decide to name your project this? A couple of things. If I could describe my project in two phrases, I would say one, it's a love letter to myself, mm-hmm. being more comfortable in my skin, falling in love with myself, and two, an unapologetic love letter to black people and blackness and all things black. Because we're fabulous. <laughs> um, when I was thinking about this project, I was thinking about all my childhood, and I had a family member that would always tell me that my nose was too wide. And she would try to squeeze it and be like, you need to do this to just make it, you know, a little bit pointier, a little bit more Eurocentric. Mm-hmm. So that that was a standard of beauty. And when you're told this as a kid, you totally internalize it. Right. And it took me a long time to realize that my features, just as they were, were beautiful. So when you talk about reclaiming that, that's what that's what this project is about. It's about reclaiming it. It's about knowing your power and stepping into that power. Definitely, definitely. So to touch back on something you said about it being a love letter to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I imagine, yes, you know, yourself, you know, the woman, the person, but in a more, I want to say, literal sense, self is being, you know, a woman of color mm-hmm. I feel like once again now we're in this space where black women more exclusively are starting to open up and be recognized as you know the pillars of society that we've right. known to be for so long so exactly do you feel like that's something that other women of color can identify with when they hear this project yeah absolutely I think that um, there's something about being comfortable in your skin and that everybody can identify to that and I hope that after they listen to the project they feel more empowered to go ahead and be their truest self and to embrace themselves fully. Awesome, awesome. So what was the process like with this project? Very, very very soulful, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of sensuality based in it. Like, was there a lot of incense, the candles lit, like in the studio? (laughs) 
There was, okay, so in my studio, which is in my basement. Um, Best place to have a studio. Don't seriously. let anyone tell you different. Seriously, it is, because you can record at any time of the day or night, mm-hmm. and it's no problem. But I have a lot of, like, different lighting settings, and a lot of it was real warm. I wanted this project to feel effortless, and so I didn't record unless I was in a great space. I didn't write if I felt like there was a lot of resistance. I wanted Mm -hmm. it to feel just good all around, because I know that that stuff, um, it seeps into the music, and you as a listener can hear hear it. it. Yeah. And I say that as an artist, too, like, the biggest misconception about being an artist is that you know you literally take every emotion and put it into music and sometimes you can't do that a lot mm-hmm. of artists even if they're singing about pain aren't necessarily singing from a place of pain of pain and right you have to be in a great mental space and you know spiritual space in order to create because like mm-hmm. you said the listener will identify with that right so what were some of the first songs that you recorded because i know with a lot of projects what we get as far as the track list is never the order. No, not the order in which. Um, the first song that I recorded, the first two songs that I recorded, sort of back to back, was Before Dark. Mm-hmm. And which you use a video for. Yes, which I have the video for. Which and I have to close my eyes on a lot of scenes because <laughs> still a minor in a lot of ways. Um, but that wasn't on. that bad. I mean, you know. What? <laughs> my kid could see it. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm church going last. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, Before Dark and and The Real Thing. Mm. Those were the first two tracks for a while, as a matter of fact. And then I was like, I don't know what to do with the rest. Um, And I feel like those were like the foundation and everything was just just sort of built around it. Yeah. And once you started to get into the groove, did you find it to be a whole lot easier? And when I say easier, this obviously isn't your first project. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a different energy from when you start recording a project and then when you finish recording a project, That's true. Yeah. because you get a little bit more comfortable, you start to find the sound a little bit That's more, right. and it starts to resonate in some of the records. So mm-hmm. was that a journey that you had to go through creating this, or was it all pretty seamless? Um, I feel like, well, there were definitely some songs that I recorded that I thought were going to be on the project, and I ended up moving while I was doing this project. Mm-hmm. So I had some time where I wasn't listening to everything every day, so I took some time away from it and then went back and listened to some songs and I was like, oh no, these songs don't go with the rest. <laughs> so some of them had to go and other songs had to be rewritten or reworked um, because the message was there, but just the like musically, it just didn't fit. So it was really nice to have that time away um, to come back to it with fresh eyes and fresh ears and be like, okay, this is what's going to work. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned, you're Haitian American. Yes. You're probably, what, the second Haitian guest that I've ever interviewed? Really? Yeah, the first being Jesse Wu. But... I love Jesse Wu! <laughs> I love her. I love her. She's amazing. She's incredible. And she just did her song. She just um, filmed the music video for her song, yeah. And Haiti, and Ocap. Oh my gosh. I love her. Yeah. She's great. I actually coined the term Wu Chella. So if you see that popping up, anyway. yes, Wu Chella. Jesse, I want half. Okay, <laughs> So. What is that like, you know, creating this sort of music? Because when you originally hear Haitian, you think, you know, Caribbean influence, mm-hmm. Afrobeats, things yeah. of that nature, but your soul. So right. do you feel like people kind of get, you know, tricked when they hear that you're Haitian American? It's like, what, nah, what's the soul? <laughs> you're like, where's the, where's the, you know what I mean? Nah, because, you know, I feel like all of that, all of that stuff sort of influences my music, even mm-hmm. if it's not 
a parent, it still is part of who I am. Like so, the soul you said is in mm-hmm. your music. So. It's in me. So um, even if it's not like, oh, that doesn't have like, you know, a Caribbean beat or a compa beat or whatever, it's still, I mean, it's all part of where I pull from when I write music. Yeah. So, no. I just, I just performed at the Haitian Embassy in D.C. and they were feeling it. So, listen. If the Embassy liked it. <laughs> Not much anyone else can really say. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So who are some of the producers that you worked with on this project? Um, so, okay. One really cool thing that um, I like to do. So I'm very much a live performer. So a lot of times I'll perform a song live before I record it. Because I like to see what works, what doesn't work, and whatnot. So Crowd reaction, how they respond. Yeah, to like things. and how we can tweak things and whatever else. So um, my band is very much involved in the production process of things. So, oh, so you old school, old school. You going with the band. <laughs> yeah, they're really great. So JC is my main producer, but uh, my guitar player, Riley, he totally you know jumps on board. And my bass player, Darius, and my drummer, Jason, they're all like a really huge part of it. So I guess we all sort of do it together. That must be a really big basement. <laughs> It's not that big. I mean, you got drums. You That's got... true, and the and the rehearsal space is really awesome. I can say, in, in the studio, it's really nice. It's got good vibes. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So, who are some of your influences? You know, from both ends. I know it's a very very trivial question, but I know. seeing as how you know you're coming from all different angles, being Haitian American, you know, having you know actress chops for lack of a better term, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, making such a soulful album. Like, what are some of the influences, you know, mm-hmm. be it people, places, or things that help you create? Okay. So as far as people go, I would say um, genre-wise, okay, I'm just going to say genre, because I am totally, like, 90s R&B all the way. Like, I love 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, my faves. And the reason why... I'm going to make a mental note of that. <laughs> the reason why is because... Um, my, I grew up in the church and my dad's a pastor and up until like 92 I only listened to um, gospel music wasn't allowed to listen to secular music then our house burned down and my parents loosened loosened up the reins a little bit and my older sister the first thing she asked for when we were building the house was she wanted a boombox mm. and so she got that boombox and I feel like that's when my like secular music education began and it was like oh Luther exists and oh there's Prince and Michael Jackson and you know and there's Jodeci and there's Boys to Men and there's Tony Braxton like so that's where so I feel like that's sort of the foundation of a lot of things for me and of course I love Aretha I love Neo Soul so Jill Scott Maxwell um, music Erica India I'm trying to think who else I love Sade who doesn't love Sade right Drake went as far as to get his, his her face tattooed on him <laughs> Who doesn't love Shadi? I mean, I don't know if I love Shadi that much, <laughs> but it's a pretty high level. Yeah, is incredible. Yeah, and she's just timeless. She really is. Like it don't it doesn't matter. Like everybody can rock to Shadi. Yeah. So, um, let me see who else. Who else? There's so many people. I feel like I'm forgetting folks. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's all about such. <laughs> So it's nice to know that, you know, some of those influences that definitely help cultivate your sound, which Mm -hmm. is uniquely your own. What about some of the places that you've been or frequented that kind of like play a role in who you are as a person in your music? Mm. Because, you know, 
course, I know you have, have had to been to Haiti. Yes, of course. I mean, and I went to Haiti sort of, I went there as like an adult, which was really, really awesome. And I remember when I went there for the first time, like I always sleep like a baby there. Like whenever I get there, the sleep that I experience in Haiti is like unparalleled. It is amazing. And I feel like it's because I'm coming home. Mm. That's why I feel like there's something about just being, you know, in the place of my ancestors that just is like, ah. And I feel like I haven't been to the motherland yet, but I feel like it's gonna be the same experience for me there. Definitely. That's what I feel like is gonna happen. So um, up until 2012, I was actually a nurse. And so when the earthquake hit Haiti in 2010, I went there Oh wow! and um, was working like in the hospitals, doing all kinds of things. And Black women actually saving real people's lives. <laughs> Come on now. It was really incredible. And I just remember being like, oh, Haitian people are so resilient. Like mm -hmm. we are the real, we're the real deal. And um, just how like even happy they were. And I mean, they literally had nothing. Just, you know, living in tent houses and whatever else. But the joy that was there was way more than the joy that there's like in comparison to here. Exactly. You know, where we have so much stuff, so many things, but it's like they understand. It teaches you to appreciate things mm -hmm. a whole lot more when you see you know, people who can appreciate, I mean, and just joyful, happy, and they literally don't even know where they're going to be sleeping that night. I always know? say people in countries like that, you know, in a lot of ways, despite the economic circumstances, are way richer than I feel like we are here in the States because they have a greater appreciation for quality of life and That's life right. itself. That's right. You know, That's right. Even if they had the opportunity to, you know, acquire some of the finer things, they're mm -hmm. still going to be very, very minimalistic because it's about you know, moral code and, you know, family and togetherness. Right. And that's something that we definitely mm -hmm. are missing here. That's so true. So it's awesome that, you know, you can feel that when you go to, you know, a place that's considered home to you, even though you weren't right. necessarily born there. Right. Hopefully I can experience that one day when I do go back to Barbados. Yes. I'm yeah. sure you will. I think for me, what it was, like the first time I went to Haiti, I went through all these different emotions where I was like, yo, I should have been born there. Like, I was mad for a while because I was like, like, these are my people, but I still feel like a slight, I, I just couldn't figure out how do I fit in being born in America. But all the characteristics that I'd ever seen were like the diaspora. Yeah. And so it felt like I was seeing the original, but all my life I'd been seeing the copy. Does okay. that make sense? And I was like, I want to be part of the original. I don't want to be the copy. I feel like that whenever I go to the Caribbean, like outside of me never going to Barbados, mm -hmm. I've been to Jamaica, I've been to yeah. Aruba. And yeah. when I go to those places, I feel like I'm at home. Like when I went mm -hmm. to Jamaica, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing the whole all-inclusive thing. Like I stayed yes, like- Yes, you stayed in the- yeah, yeah, so I was going to eat at the local spots. Like I was walking and you know, going to, you know, local vendors mm -hmm. and things like that. And you do- feel this sense of I've never been here before but it feels like I've been here before. like you've been here yeah absolutely yeah. so you talked about your project so mm -hmm. far we talked about your inspiration and now we're gonna play a game now the name of this game is called such and such <laughs> so you did say that you're a pretty big 90s you oh, know no. Don't, you, you're going to try to, like... R&B, you don't know, try soul, to, Oh, no, I know. shouldn't have said that. So, the object of this game is, I'm going to give you lyrics from a few songs. Oh, no. You don't have to guess the artist. But I have to guess the song? You have to guess the following lines. What? So, I'm going to say the lines, 
and then follow it with such and such, and you have to fill it in. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna start off easy. Oh no. I'm gonna start I off. I have really bad memory. You're not gonna judge me, right? No, not at all. Okay. Okay, how about as a compromise, if you don't get the lyric, but I tell you who the artist is, you have to tell me a little bit about them because I'm pretty sure they were influenced to you in some way. Okay, okay. Fair okay. enough? That's fair enough. Compromise. <laughs> okay. So, first lyric. Okay. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got the such and such. <laughs> Month of May. Dude, see? <laughs> that was easy. See? You sweating. <laughs> it's fine. And that is My Girl by The Infamous Temptations. Okay, all right, all right. You see? Um, okay. It's going to get harder, though. No, okay. <laughs> okay, secular. You'll always be a part of me. I'm part of you indefinitely. Boy, don't you know you such and such. It's, it's kind of easy. Oh, man. It's, it's 90s. It's, 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 I know. It's, 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 it's your, it's your group. Dakota, don't help. What? <laughs> don't help. Help. <laughs> this isn't phone a friend. Stop. <laughs> Can I phone a friend? No, you cannot phone a friend. Did you... <laughs> You want me? You want me to say it again? Yes. You'll always be a part of me. I'm part of you indefinitely. Boy, don't you know such and such? I know I should know this. Probably do. What you saying? Three, two, one, and Ed. It's you'll always be a part of me. I'm part of you indefinitely. Boy, don't you know you can't escape me. Ooh, darling, cause you'll always be my baby. And we'll linger on. See, you knew it. I do. I don't know. But it may be, you know, I don't know. It's because you read it. You know what I mean? Like, you read I'm, I'm going to put it on you. It's your fault. You read it in a way that wasn't, you know, rhythmically the same way that you know, the song is sung. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? You know what? And so. <laughs> you know what? You're right, though. You, I have, you have a fair point. You are the guest. <laughs> so it's my fault that you didn't know the song. But I do know the song. So, Always Be My Baby by oh, Mariah Carey. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure Mariah. Actually, Mariah really was. Um, I remember, what, Emotions? Yeah. That album? It was on um, a, a tape, and I remember, like, listening to the songs and, like, turning the cassette tape. And when I was, like, Y'all wasn't around for that. <laughs> when I was, like, six or seven. Went there. Yeah. It was a great time. I'm telling you. Okay. Just stick with the 90s. Okay. I'm just going to keep you in your bag. Okay. You know, that was a... Okay. Okay. Life can be only what you make it. When you're feeling down, you should such and such. Read it again. <laughs> Life can be only what you make it. When you're feeling down, you should such and such. I knew I was going to be bad. For Ten. Time. Nine. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and <laughs> life can be only what you make it. When you're feeling down, you should never fake it. Mary J. Blige, my life. You're right. My life, my life, my life. Oh my gosh. I'm failing. Mary, I'm sorry. I'm so she sh sorry. She should know better. She I should. She should know better. This is this is an atrocity. Queen Mother Mary <sighs> hangs her head in shame. But as a compromise, I'm pretty sure 
Mary J. Blige. I actually really love Mary J. Blige. <laughs> so the thing about Mary, the reason why I love her so much, and coming from a broken home, mm. mom, I'm making it through therapy. Um, she was a very, very great, I want to say mood setter for my household. Mm. Because when my mom and my dad broke up, it was always playing. <laughs> I got you. And so that's how I became familiar with Mary, with Mary because, throughout the years. And okay. it's just like, wow, she really did speak, you know, to a lot of women who were experiencing pain. And now mm-hmm. even being in a stage of her life that she is right now, where she's right. able to be more liberated, more free, more mm-hmm. uplifting, more positive. And shout out to Mary. But yeah. Mary definitely. Mary's does. amazing. And she always keeps it real. That's what I have always loved about her, that she just... She sings from a place of just authenticity. You felt that pain when Mary sung back in Right, the day, right. You know? It definitely came from a very, very painful place. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the biopic, by the way. That has to come. We need that. Does it need to come, like, now? It's been a while. I mean, it's been 20 plus years. You're right. It's about time. BT, get on that. <laughs> lifetime, stay the hell away from it. Yeah, no lifetime. No lifetime. No lifetime. Not in this lifetime. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. This is actually one of my favorites. I'm stressed now. I'm sorry. I haven't been doing well. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just figured that this would be fun, but apparently it isn't. My bad, guys. All right. What a world for the lonely guy. Sometimes I feel like I'm gonna such and such. Okay, that one might be a little bit harder. I kind of cheated with that one. You cheated with that one. Just a little bit. You mentioned him earlier as one of your influences. Okay, so now I'm just going to start, I'm just going to say random people that I said before. Yeah. Maxwell? No. Music? Uh-uh. Who else did I say? Take back, back. How far back? Like 90s, when you mentioned your, your 90s back. I said, did I say Luther? What song, which, which Luther song is that? Any Love. I'm failing, Deesa. Please help me. I am helping you by giving no. the answers after you get it wrong. After I get them horribly wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> when did you get introduced to Luther? Um, when my sister got that boombox. I was like seven years old. What was the first Luther song you ever heard? Oh, what was the first Luther song I ever heard? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, what was the first song? I just remember being trick question, like, blown away. Yeah, it doesn't matter because it really doesn't. All of these songs, but um, I was listening to him the other day, and I was just like, "Yo, is there ever gonna be anybody who's like that?" No. Like, who can you say is like a contemporary Luther? I can't think of anybody, honestly. Me neither. I remember like, when um. When Rupert Stutter first came out, oh, he yeah, was getting Rupert. he was getting a lot of the Luther comparisons. Yeah, that's yeah. probably about the only person. But I love Luther. Like I have this Luther yeah. playlist on my phone. Anytime So Amazing comes on, like I love So like, Amazing, so. and it's so amazing, amazing. I'm not I'm not ready. To, <laughs> and, and you singing it too? Like I'm, I'm just not I ready. Love, I love. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But yeah, love Luther. Definitely a goat. Fun fact, he actually sung backup on one of David Bowie's albums. You know what? I feel like my manager told me that. I Randomly. Like, I was like very, very shocked. Like, really? I think it was the I feel like, Young America I, album, I think. Why did I know that? 
Was there ever a documentary about David Bowie? Yes. Yes. And maybe that's how I found out that yep. like yes, because that's actually it. how I found. It. Okay. Okay. Love you, Miss You Luther. Okay. Miss this big time. This is another one with me cheating. This is more contemporary. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I love you more than you'll ever know. Other times you such and such. How contemporary is it? I'm gonna say this guy came out around 2004, 2005. You know what? I cheated on this one. <laughs> this is another one of my favorites. Sometimes I love you more than you'll ever know. Other times you get on my nerves. And that is from Make It Work by Neo. Oh, I like Neo. Love Neo. This song in particular I love because this is like the, you get into an argument with your girlfriend mm -hmm. and like you got to realize that, you know, you guys are both splitting the rent, so you got to make it work. It's difficult. That's the only you. reason. That's the only reason why you hey, make it work. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's, that's, that's the only don't, reason. Hey, hey, look, right? <laughs> I'm just saying the love will always be there. Right. That two bedroom apartment at that price, not so much. <laughs> gentrification is a thing here. Yo, it's gentrification real. Is, is, is real everywhere. <sighs> everywhere. You know, I live in Denver, right? Oh. Have you been? No. I want to, though. You should. For other reasons, since oh. a, lot of, a lot of things are legal out there now. <laughs> That's true. It's for medicine, guys. That's true. Just say no, kids. <laughs> but yeah, Neo, um, great songwriter. He is a great songwriter. Pen songs for, you know, litany of people. Would you ever want to work with Neo? I think Neo would be awesome. And the cool thing about how he, like, writes songs for people, I feel like he really caters it to them. Yeah. And so I think he'd be probably a joy to work with. Definitely. Yeah. You know who I do want to work with? Who? Missy Elliott. Missy, friend of the show. I'm kidding. We can probably like have Zakiel. We'll reach out to Missy after this. I mean, we did interview Macy Gray, so maybe we can finagle that somehow and like yes. pull 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 it back full circle. Like I'll make a few calls, you make a few calls, and we'll see, we'll make it happen for such. Yes. Okay. If you get this one wrong, no, I'm gonna be very, very disappointed. Oh no! See, this is not. You're this not is gonna be the one that you have to get right. You're not setting me up for success, though. I, I totally am. I promise you. Oh, it's the way you're reading it. I, I promise you. <laughs> Even with me, it's reading, the way. It's the way you're reading. Even it. with me reading it, you're gonna get it. I promise. I swear, I'm big. I'm Luther. so. I'm so stressed. Not little Luther, but big Luther. <laughs> So you know I'm telling you the truth. You're telling me the truth, right? Because Big Luther is the truth. Yeah, he you're is. right. You have this, like Cedric the Entertainer said, he had the curl that just didn't. <laughs> That's right, I do remember that. Just didn't curl. All right. Okay. Don't matter what they say. Oh, it's my own song. See? <laughs> you thought I was going to set you up for failure. I was like, oh, no, I don't know. Yeah. What, what, How do you I... feel about that song? I mean, I, I put it in here as, you know, one of the questions, so it means I like it. Thanks. Stood out the most. Thank you. You know, next to before dark, which I'm not allowed to watch yet. Still, I think you can. I'll get there one day when I'm <laughs> of legal drinking age. I'll sit down with my non-alcoholic beer and watch the video. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so tell us about this song. No matter what they say. Yeah. Um, I feel like this song is just about um, when people feel like they can tell you about your relationship. And they're like, nah, you ain't gonna make it. Mm. And they're super opinionated. And they may even be coming from a good place. 
or a sincere place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're being authentic in whatever their truth is. But when you know what's right for you, you got to go with it. Don't matter what people say. It don't matter. It don't matter because ultimately you're the one that has to live with the choices that you've made. Yeah. And so if you know what's right for you, go ahead, full force, and do your thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. ladies, if you have a friend that comes to you and say that your man is cheating no, and provides no. Wait, that's not, that's tangible not, that's evidence, not. <laughs> including pictures, direct messages, timestamps, and receipts. That's the, you, you do not listen to that friend because it does not matter no, what they That's you not know. that no, I wasn't no. you know, I wasn't saying that. I was talking about, no. you know, them nosy people that just wanna that don't have the time that, stamps. That, that's that accurate. don't have you know what I mean they're just they're just inserting. But they're still themselves. being nosy though, because you didn't ask. <laughs> They just, you know, they just want to tell you or they just predict that like, oh, y'all ain't going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they're coming with evidence that you didn't ask. But, the, but the, no, I, we do need friends like that in our lives, though. Do we really know? I mean, you don't want to know? I mean, Mario Linus had a song. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to <laughs> So, projects out into the universe. That's right. Yeah bouncing back and forth through this great country, spreading mm-hmm. the word of yeah. such. What more can we expect, not just from this project in particular, but everything else that you may have coming up down the line? Yeah, um, more music videos, for sure, because music videos are fun. Mm-hmm. They're fun to do. Um, possibly acting things. Um, Tell us I'll more about you know your acting, because you know, you're accomplished on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I want, I want Broadway, you to kind of blow it up. I, I won a Broadway World Award, but it was something that I did in Colorado mm. in which it was the regional premiere of The Color Purple, and I played Seeley, and that was amazing. So tell the people. I You're amazing. Seeley, and it was amazing. Yeah. It was wonderful. It really was, because she's an incredible character. Absolutely. And so to go on that journey playing Seeley is phenomenal. From going, you know, she started off, in survival mode and by the end of the story she's thriving and I feel like we all can learn from that and what that journey looks like so I feel like Celie has always been a huge inspiration from the moment that I played her being able to go on that journey as her has been quite awesome um, I have also done commercials and fun stuff like that so yeah there may be more musicals coming up awesome and to kind of touch back on you know the inspiration behind your project you know mm-hmm. Celie kind of you know, speaks yeah. to that same spirit. She really does. About self-discovery, mm-hmm. self-appreciation, self-love, and self-love. self-identity. Yes. Especially being, Acceptance. Yes. being told, you know, she was, you know, ugly, ugly. physically. Right. And for her to kind of like, See? you know. Yeah. Yeah. Celia's like with me, I think, forever. We, we, we stand Celia. <laughs> we do. We stand Celia. So, music videos, you say. Yeah. Any idea for what songs you want to do? I don't, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? I mean, you know what my favorite song is. So. You said, don't matter what they say. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Okay. And if you need a co-star. You want to be my co-star? I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Got to spread the good news. I like now, it. hosted by Decent. <laughs> you know, camera adds 10 pounds, so I'll be in good shape, literally and figuratively. <laughs> With such, thank you so much for stopping by. Where can the people uh, find you at on social media? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at I am such, I-A-M-S-U-C-H. On Facebook, you can just search for I Am Such. Twitter is at such, and my website is IamSuch.com. There you have it, all things such. That's right. Wide nose, full lips, mm-hmm. out now on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go get it. Support black women, support great music. 
support a dreaded sister. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for stopping by and tuning into another episode of Hosted by Decent. We will see you soon. Peace. <laughs> Yo, thanks for watching this video. If you want to see more like it, subscribe to our channel and click the little bell to be notified of brand new content. And also, make sure you visit our website, popthis.com, and follow us on all social media at popthis1.